involved in this pop-up Bible study. Don't you love that? I love it. They have so many different types of pop-up businesses. You can do a pop-up clothing store. You can do a pop-up music store, whatever, you know, so. Pop-up donut shop. Yes, right. (laughs) You know, exactly. You know, that's one of my favorites. That's my long-term goal is to have a mini donut store. That's what I really love. Yes. But you know what? Um, The scripture that came to my mind today was Romans 12 and 1. How do you feel about that scripture? Well, I, that's my life verse. I, oh. <laughs> you, you texted it to me and I said, that's my life verse. Um, every time I read that verse, every time I hear that verse, it's, it's my life verse. And the reason why is because when I was getting married, we went through uh, premarital counseling. And the book that our pastors at the time gave us, that was the theme scripture of the book. Um, And I felt that at that time, it was the Lord saying to me, you're giving all of yourself, not only to your spouse, but to me as well. And you're laying down your life um, to be used by me and you are the sacrifice. And so no matter where I've been in my life since then, I've been married to my husband now 15 years. Um, wait, wait, wait. Let's get a pause on that. <laughs> Don't breathe over that. No. Amen. God. Amen. Amen. But it has, it's, it's just my life first. So I always just repeat it. You know, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, because that's your reasonable service. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, I heard a preacher and he said that whenever you find a therefore in the Bible, mm-hmm. it's important to find out what's this therefore. Mm. because it's linked up with something that Mm. has gone before it. That's good. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's good. Amen. You know, it kind of reminds me of, you know, when we talk about the altar, um, back in the old days, they killed oxen and they killed the sheep and they killed animals and they brought them on the altar, correct? Mm. Yeah. But the thing about it, when they laid it on the altar, they were dead, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. But you know, the thing that, that, that really just struck me, it says, um, I want you to present your body to me in exactly the same way that the sheep, the oxen, and other animals were presented on the altar, right? Mm-hmm. But he wanted with one exception. Do you know what that exception was? Mm. He says, I don't want you dead. I want you living. Amen. 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 That's so Amen. good. You know, <laughs> so good. You know what? I think about um, when Abraham had to take his son up to the altar mm-hmm. and you you think about the fact that when he says, I want you to present your body as mm-hmm. a living sacrifice. And so it's like you almost get that picture of Abraham taking those steps all the way up to the mountain to present his most prized possession. He prayed for who who God had promised him. And he said, okay, now what I want you to do is take the promise and I want you to now lay it on the altar, give it back to me so that I can not only sanctify it, but, you know, you know, give you more. And, And so I always think about that, that it's like God wants us 
to give not just our bodies, but it's like your life. Because to us, our life is so precious. Amen. It's like our life is so precious. Could I imagine putting Josiah, my son, Elijah on an altar? I couldn't even not at all. No. But when you read it, it's like, here goes Abraham. He's like, sure, no, no worry, Lord. Even even um his son Isaac is saying, Where's the sacrifice? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and I can see Elijah saying that, Mom. <laughs> where, where's the sacrifice? You know, and, and he told him, he's like, God will show us. Mm. He's like, God will show us. And there's always things in our lives, right? Because as, when we become believers, we've got to lay down our lives. That's the that's the sacrifice. But there's always things in our lives that God shows us. Guess what? You see that right there? I need you to lay that on the altar. I need you to sacrifice that. Maybe it's your time. Maybe it's, you know, your heart. Maybe it's things in your life. Whatever it is, like, it could be your money. It could be your job. <laughs> it could be your, <laughs> you know, your kids. God is always constantly saying, hey, Ramisa, I want you to lay that on the altar as a sacrifice. But what's so powerful about God is he says, when you lay it on the altar, when you give it to me, he says, that's your reasonable service. That's your act of worship. That's worshiping God. It's like, God, when I lay down my own desires, my plans, my, my dream, it's like, God, this is my act of worship to you. I'm saying, God, here you go. I love you. I worship you. I know that when I lay this down, that you're going to just sanctify it and you're going to bless it. Mm, so good. So good. You know, it kind of, I want to share with you Matthew, the 23rd chapter, the 19th verse. I'm going to read it in King James and I'm going to jump on over to living. Um, King James, it says, ye fools and blind for what is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifieth the gift. Hmm. Now, yes, in the living it says, blind, for which is greater, the gift on the altar or the altar itself that sanctifies the gift. Hmm. You know, it's, it's a, such a beautiful illustration because Jesus here, what he was rebuking the Jewish religious leaders for their foolish interpretation of the scripture. It isn't the gift that gives value to the altar. It is the altar that gives value to the gift. Mm, that's so good. Yes. The gift doesn't sanctify the altar. The altar sanctifies the gift mm. that is placed upon it, right? Love it. Therefore, when you place your body upon the altar of God, the altar sanctifies it mm. as long as you remain on the altar, right? Okay. Oh, my God. You are you sanctified said. by the altar. But if okay. you take your life off the altar, deciding to go your own way and to do your own things and to please your own self, right? Mm -hmm. You break that contact with the altar. It's true. And you lose your sanctification. Because the altar sanctifies the gift mm. that remains upon it, right? Amen. Amen. When you place your body on the altar, and like you were saying, your ambitions, your relationships, and your standards, they all become transformed, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. So good. And I love what you said about the gift. It's we've got to place our gifts on the altar. Amen. Right. Because God has given us so many gifts and we all know some of us already know what they are. Mm 
some of us don't, but we have to lay the gift there. But what I think happens a lot is people get off the altar too soon. Yes. You know, don't get off the altar too soon. You got to stay on the altar until. Well, you know, it was like you were saying in the Bible study on um, this week. You said there's a lot of people who you know that God have called you to be an evangelist or whatever the gift is. You said, but you're not praying it through. Remember this mm -hmm. week you said that. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, many times people get frustrated because they say, well, why isn't God using me the way he said he was going to use me? Well, because he got off the altar too soon. You know, God wants to perfect the gift, right? Before he can truly use you to the fullness of where he wants you to go, he's going to give you little tests. He's going to give you little moments to say, okay, can I trust you with this? You know, the Bible talks about that. If you're faithful with little, he'll give you much, right? You got to be faithful with the little thing. So you got to stay on the altar because like you said, it's the altar, that sanctifies the gift. God doesn't want you just to go out willy nilly prophesying and <laughs> right because right because what happens is is that maybe you go out and you be you you're not prophesying you prophesy lying. <laughs> so the Lord's like, wait a minute, take the gift because the gift comes from Him anyways. Right. Take the gift that he's given you, put it on the altar and let him sanctify it. Let him purify it because, right, it's like that, the, like the fire and the gold. Right. It's like purification. He's like, you know what? Let me purify that gift. Let me burn away the dross so that when the gift becomes, you know, begins to come forward. It's pure and it's from me. And people will know that it was me that sent you. Right. People okay. will know there won't be a question of like, oh, was that God? Because why? You kept that gift on the altar. And at the proper time. Right. God says at the proper time, you will reap the harvest if you faint not. Right. The okay. time for you to come off the altar. Right. I've had to learn that. Right. Mm -hmm. There were times when I was developing the gifts in me where I was wanting to step forward and the mm -hmm. Lord was telling me, no, 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 now's not the time. That's something that I'm, I'm cultivating in you. So mm -hmm. there's always a process to the promise and mm -hmm. the process is staying on the altar. Don't get off the altar too soon. Enjoy. <laughs> you know, it's good. It reminds me of in John 15th, 16th chapter it says, um, it goes, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you Yes, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Yes. And whatsoever you should ask in the Father's name, he may give it to you. Let me, I, I love going back and forth in Bible class when you go to the King James and then jumped over to the living. I'm going to read it in the living verse for you. It says, um, let's see, 15, it says 16. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lovely fruit always so that no matter what you ask for from, for from the Father using my name, he will give it to you. I think that's such a beautiful secret because I think a lot of times in our gifts, we think that we have chosen God, but he chose us. He ordained us. 
that we will go to fulfill the task that he has given to us. Amen. No, amen. 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 We get that twisted sometime, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has the choice and he, you know, I was actually just studying um, about the Holy Spirit and when the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus, it says it descended on, upon him like a dove and it yes. remained. Ooh, and I was oh. listening to a speaker and he said, imagine if we had that dove, how would oh. you walk with that dove? I mean, imagine oh. if you have that dove everywhere you walk, you got that dove. That's the gift. Yes. God says, I've given you my Holy Spirit right? That's come upon you. And now I'm giving you these gifts, but it's like that dove. We've got to carry it. So delicate. How would you walk? How would you be if you had that gift constantly on your shoulder? <laughs> you know, yeah. God, it's such a precious thing because he says, I chose you yes. so that the fruit would remain, remain. just like that dove yes. remained upon Jesus. Yes. It's and you know what? what wants to remain in us. Yes. And you know what? When that dove just like I love I love when you say that, sis, because you know, when we are walking with the dove, we're walking with God. Mm -hmm. We we walk in harmony with him. Yeah. You know, we, we move in his will. We don't have those frustrations and anything that's hindering us or issues and problems. You know, we walk in perfect harmony with God. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to accomplish things. It's more easy to accomplish his purpose. You know, our prayers, it just seems like, you know, you think about it. You on the altar, mm -hmm. you sanctify. A lot of times we think that it's traditions and it's love do in order to be sanctified. We cover our head if we don't wear pants, you know, if we don't wear makeup, you know, we try right. to physically sanctify ourselves. But what we're talking about today, when we lay this living body on the altar, the altar sanctifies us. And when it sanctifies us, you know, you think about when you feel like, you know, you've given up the things that God told you to give up. You've maybe given up those bad relationships. You know, maybe you're, you know that God is telling you, stop smoking, stop drinking, or whatever you know that would harm this temple, the body that he wants to you're no longer doing those things you're waking up spending the precious first moments with god in the moment you know you may be taking your communion you may be fasting you know you your ties and you feel that you have 